0: You're listening to the Lucas Ask You Experience. Now, here is your host, the one and only Lucas Ask You. Hello world. Welcome to the Lucas Ask You Experience. As this podcast has evolved the past 2 seasons, there's been one guest that I've tried to get on the show, but her schedule is jam-packed nearly every day. She is either instructing leading directing you name an adjective she's likely demonstrating it but today we were able to get a few good minutes of her time and i can't wait for you to take a listen to the interview but before we bring her on for the conversation and to share her experiences it is time to pay some utilities and hear a word from today's sponsor Today's episode is brought to you by Ray Studios, the number one dance and fitness studio in the Bay Area, no questions asked. You're probably saying to yourself, Lucas, did you just get a dance studio to sponsor the pod? Can you actually dance? Now the answer to the latter question is debatable, but one thing is for certain, I love to dance. I didn't know I had a dancer's hip until attending a class over two years ago at Ray Studios. And the moment I came to class, I was embraced with a warm welcome from the instructor and the rest of the participants in the class as well. Then I was treated to one of the best exercises I had received in the past couple years. The class was, and is still called, Hip Hop Abs. If you know me, you know I love hip hop, and I am obsessed about my abs. Okay, both those can't be further from the truth. I'm a dad and a big proponent of the dad bod. Plus, I find hip-hop music a little too loud for my liking. So, on the surface, this class may not be for me. However, when the music started, a different person took over and brought rhythm out of me that I had never knew existed. See, the class format is a mix of cardio, core work, weights, all mixed with some top 40 hip-hop and fun, upbeat tunes. It is my favorite workout activity and has definitely helped grow my dancing abilities. Now, I could go on and on about hip-hop abs, but it is only one of the many great classes offered at Ray Studios. They have high-intensity interval training classes. They have yoga. They have ballroom dancing. They have Zumba. They have bar. Seriously, they have everything you could ever ask for. They have classes seven days a week with instructors that absolutely excel in their area of discipline. Now, obviously, Talking about a small business that I'm passionate about makes this sponsor read easier to do. But to really do this justice and hear why Ray Studios is a force to be reckoned with, I'm not the best person to share that with you. There's someone that can really tell you the ins and outs and maybe convince you to try a class this coming month. Spoiler alert, they do teach amazing virtual classes. So why don't we just stop the promo read right now and bring on. Today's guest, right after the familiar L.A.E. theme song music. Welcome back to the Lucas Askew Experience. As,
1: oh, I wow. was uh,
0: talking before the break. Oh yeah, this uh, this is the voice of. Uh, this is of the, the voice. I just
1: I was like, okay, we turned on. Let me get my voice exactly. together. Exactly, it's
0: a it's a, it's a different person that comes comes alive than than you see in the the dance studio. So, um, my guest today is a master of many trades. Uh, she's the owner of Ray Model and Talent Agency, owner of Ray Studios, a boutique dance and fitness studio, owner of Brand Ambassador, a model for brands like Levi, and most importantly a fitness instructor specifically the best fitness instructor to the best 55 minute hip hop abs workout of your life bar none she is miss jessica ray jess welcome to the la podcast
1: Hey Lucas, I'm so excited to be here. First of all, can we just give like a big virtual round of applause? Woo! Because that was the best introduction I've ever had. I feel like a superstar. So thank you. You
0: you are a superstar. I uh, had in my notes here, like it felt like I was introducing Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. Like you have so many titles. Um, I don't know which one you want to focus on mainly, but I think we'll we'll talk through your your many trades and, and many focus areas, but. Um, yeah, first of all, thank you for, for hopping on, jumping on the call. I know you are a busy person. So carving out this time today is is greatly appreciated. Let's start off with kind of welcoming you to the podcast. And, and um, I was to give you a little bit of background, but maybe introduce uh, the LA faithful, the, the people listening here today. Um, like who who is uh, Jessica Ray?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, hi, everyone on this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Lucas, for having me. Um, My name is Jessica Ray, and I am a local entrepreneur. As Lucas mentioned, I own Ray Studios, which is a local dance and fitness studio, as well as a talent agency called Ray Model and Talent Agency. Um, we do still have the costumes but it's particularly related just for the agency and the performers to kind of lump it all into one it's primarily one LLC one umbrella company so the company started with the talent agency which primarily houses a little bit over a hundred different performers and talent Um, and we are specifically based to represent performers that are movement based so we book based on um, clientele that need us for film print and live events and it started about o- almost 10 years ago We've been in our space right now. We're coming on our ninth year and about Seven years ago. We decided, um, you know, we have the dance studio, which was particularly there and you know I feel so grateful because Lucas has been such a longtime community member to our team <laughs> since the original studio with that big red backdrop um, and now with the expansion, it's quite different. But in the original space, that was the primary space created for the talent agency. So we decided, you know, a lot of our dancers are also instructors. So I believe in the idea of multiple streams of income. Um, so I wanted to create an adaptable system for the performers in the agency to pretty much house them in one location, but doing multiple um, Job opportunities like teaching and getting paid as a book performer. Um, so, yeah, and obviously, I've always been a teacher. I've taught and, and performed since I was a kid. And I've worked for many corporate backbone companies like Gap and Bay Club and Levi's, and uh, the list can go on. But, you know, I decided I really want to be in one space. So, with the re expansion of the studio, We launched from 600 square feet of the original space to about 3200 square feet. So just a little over 3000 since January of 2019 and we brought in our classes from um, You know, six, six days a week to a full seven days a week from a total of about 40 classes a week to now to then a little bit closer to 75 and with COVID we trim that down and we offer about 60 classes a week but still providing opportunity for artists that are primarily local to the Bay and job opportunity for people to have um, cross paths experience through the agency and the studio so in a nutshell that's what I represent I represent artists I'm very passionate about creating job opportunity for people that have a love and compassion for the arts, regardless if it 's dance or uh, wellness or anything artistic related, it could be drawing or speaking um, and we 're we're, we're just really excited to have such a wide community of people that just really come together.
0: I love kind of hearing just your, your focus point and what we 'll we'll talk throughout this entire podcast that. You you wear many different hats and and focus on uh, providing opportunities to many different people. What I wanted to go back is about 10 plus years ago of like, where did the initial inspiration to kind of start something on your own, build something on your own, you have the space here uh, um, in downtown San Francisco, what was the kind of motivating factor to go in that direction versus just maybe kind of teach on the side and and kind of go in and um, like, corporate clients, like what was that motivating factor to have your own space?
1: Yeah, I guess it started, um, I've, again, I've always been a dancer, so I've always been having a huge love and compassion for just performing in general and performing with people, um, primarily in choreography. So, um, with, with that and having my years of experience through just through education, and um, through college and, and continuing, you know, I decided to build a dance team, which ended up becoming a go-go dance team. And uh, this was like 15 plus years, right? So we ended up building a team of like four girls that quickly turned into 20 to 30 to 50, and wow. we became um, quite popular. You can tell my age now. <laughs> we we were uh, performing for clubs like Sweet 181 and Paula. Um, very old school clubs in San Francisco and um, we became quite popular where we began um, traveling across the country and performing in New York and Las Vegas and LA and just going back and forth and also expanding our clientele with celebrity artists uh, like Lady Gaga and Too Short and Kid Rock and, and just a couple of variety of artists where we weren't go go dancing anymore. We were becoming backup dancers for various type of events as well as celebrities and we began expanding our networks through dance and through wardrobe and costumes, hence the costume center. Um, and we started needing to provide additional talent. So from there, we needed to provide makeup artists and hair and costume on set costume um, stylists and just a variety um, of people into the platform as we kept booking and I consistently became the point of contact or like the connector. And so in 2011, I decided to create a full service agency since I started seeing that the demand the was there. I hosted, you know, a great big launch party featuring the many services that we provided. And at that point we were working with really elite clients. Um, and we had enough uh backing support to really offscale this into a larger business model. So yeah, we were able to kind of start that from go-go dancers and then kind of stream it up into a larger roster of talent. And there you have it.
0: Wow. That's a, it's an interesting pivot in story, but I think it, it's, uh, it exemplifies kind of your, A, your work ethic and your just tenacity to always kind of take things uh, a step further and and find opportunities. So this next section, it would be remiss because we're in a very uh, different time period uh, currently. And I think COVID is impacting every fabric of our life and society. And um, I know like the fitness industry in general is no exception, probably hit very hard. Um, So talk to me about how you and, and Radio Studios Um, because I think for me, I was amazed at how quickly that you and your team have really just pivoted in terms of like this new normal we're living in, making things virtual. Um, How were you able to kind of cope with this past month and a half where your industry and your business model was changed, uh, needed to be changed very abruptly?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I, I think everybody was kind of hit out of left field with this entire situation, it's definitely really sad to see everything that's happening from our economy and just our general health and wellness collapsing at this point. And um, at the end of the day, I kind of had two two ideas floating in my head, and one of them was to shut down the business. I mean, as a small business, you – you kind of can see a silver lining if like your business isn't that successful or you know hasn't reached the peak that you need to like closing down your business or you know furloughing it is is a validating option um, or you can take the bullet and continuing exploring opportunities like virtual classes or online classes or online work in general um, mm-hmm. and see where that can take you. And, you know, again, like I've always led with my heart on my sleeve. And so I immediately started planning this one week prior to shelter in place. I started drafting out an operational plan and building a business model that would support the idea of something like a Zoom platform. And at that point, we were testing out um, a couple of different platforms. The day before shelter in place was mandated, I went into the studio and I had been sick that week prior. Um, for about an entire seven to 10 days, I believe. And so I I had had some time to kind of work from home to draft these ideas in place. But the night before I really outlined it for my team, I called a mandatory um, in-person last meeting, not knowing that shelter in place was gonna be mandated on the 16th of March. But we met pretty early as a team, we started, Doing some trial testing using Zoom, and one person was on the laptop, and one person was in, you know, Studio Three and Studio One, and um, just like you know, pretending to teach and like test audio and test uh, visuals, and and then we had to go with reservation systems and how is MindBody going to read with Zoom and in general, what were prices going to look like? The entire operational scape and scope of What step one through 50 would look like from the operational standpoint to the consumer standpoint was all tested in a matter of eight to 10 hours. Wow, it was really scary. Um, But, you know, we were like, let's not overthink it. Let's think like a conference call. Let's think about what we have available to us right now and let's just do it and we launched Jeremy's class, uh, which was an express upper body class and his cardio jam class that same day, just two classes, the same, the same day I called every instructor. And at this point, shelter in place wasn't even mandated yet. So Mm -hmm. my instructors were like, what are you talking about? Like I'm picking up my mom or I'm doing grocery shopping. Like they were confused at the idea. Um, So just kind of making sure that they were still on the same page of, hey, if we have to work from home, would you be open to the idea of teaching online? And that was really the fine line, because without teachers and without classes, we wouldn't be able to operate. So, you know, thankfully, our team is very tight community. So, you know, whatever ideas that we have like they're willing to explore these ideas so we were able to to take in pretty much over 80 percent of our roster to an online class um, platform and so we tested out jeremy's class and within 15 minutes we had reservations which was just awesome i think at that point we looked around the table and all of our eyebrows were super raised and we just started laughing we, we couldn't even grasp the concept of what we were doing. We just started laughing and we just watched the reservations go from two to four to six to 12 in a matter of minutes. Honestly, it was like a, an out like he had an hour before his main cardio jam class. And you know, you're, you've taken many of our classes, like our capacity hits about 30. So it's not even that large of a scale in person, but, for us to even hit, I think he hit a total of 12 bodies that day, which was remarkable for us. And it, it was a simple indication that we can do this. Mm-hmm. So we worked up for the rest of that evening and every minute of the day until we were able to launch a full schedule, which is now offering 60 classes a week featuring 30 instructors on a weekly basis. It's
0: such a great and kind of visual story of like, times of crisis and times of panic like there's many different directions that you can take but feeling that you and your team kind of got in a room built out the plan and and then started to execute it and and seeing that there is there is a market for it obviously it's not the ideal state of where we would want to be but making the best of the situation I think building a zoom community as we've seen over the past month where people are doing zoom happy hours zoom birthdays zoom proms like I think it's you're still able to kind of build that uh, structure of community, which is great. In this new, uh, new normal right now, how can, can people, not just in San Francisco, but across this globe, because the LA podcast is international, I must tell you, how, how can people kind of find Ray Studios, sign up for, for classes? What would, they, um, what would they go and do?
1: Well, I think the easiest way to see what we're all about is our social media Uh, our instagram is at ray studios sf that's ray r-a-e studios plural sf Um, and on our website raystudios-sf.com we are consistently bringing in new types of talent and new types of artists and we feature them directly to our audience so we link them right back to their personal pages and again, you know, we're known for our dance and our wellness community, but with COVID, we've really been able to expand the horizon in a faster momentum with the arts community and and overall wellness. And now we're featuring skincare and um, makeup tutorials and uh, different artists across you know the country. Um, as well as internationally we've brought back a few different artists that we represent through the agency and that are choreographers that just don't live in the Bay anymore so Mm -hmm. it's been really great to see Instagram be such a large moving vehicle for our audience to see what we're doing and relating them back directly to the artist or the coach and see that everyone is in support of building this wellness community
0: awesome so uh, we've gone through this podcast and haven't got to my personal favorite question that I, I put together here. Uh, and I, I, I'm sure it's on everyone's mind that is listening here because uh, if you know me in individually, I have, um, I'm kind of Jekyll and Hyde. You you may see me on the streets and I can kind of keep very reserved, but I've got a wild side to me. And I think Jess, you've you've brought the wild side out of me a little bit more uh, than some people. Um, so I, I do have an obsession and it is, uh, attending Jess's classes, uh, hip hop abs. Um, so you've obviously seen me grow over the past kind of two to three years taking the class. Um, however you, you, you would probably be the best one to answer this question. How are my dance skills? How are my hip hop skills? Like what, uh, how would you rate me?
1: You know, when I first met Lucas, guys, and I'm going to talk directly to, to you all, I immediately thought, who is this guy? Okay, he's smiling, he's grooving, and his hips are shaking, his butt is moving, like, okay, what's he about? And the immediate thing that drew me to you specifically was your smile. Like, it it doesn't matter what skill level you are. Dance is such an intimidating factor in general, and that's why i created the studio to be what it is right it's it's in its mission statement is that we are all levels like we have classes for all levels anywhere from absolute beginner to advanced and you pick a class of your choosing to really best benefit you and you've been taking hip-hop abs which is an all levels cardio hip-hop class and again this class is so special to me one because it's all my choreography it's all my content right Um, And and secondly, you really see a full variety of people from different Mm -hmm. backgrounds, absolute beginner to intermediate to advanced. And at the end of the day, we're all jumping together. We're yelling together. We're sweating together. And if you are not in one of those three things, then you won't come back. But if I see your hips shaken, if I hear you yelling with me, if we're burning up that sweat together, you become family. And when I met you in a matter of minutes, seconds, I immediately was like, this guy's not going anywhere. And as far as your dancing skills, like I have to say you can keep up. Like you definitely prove that one, you remember choreography. I think there's been many occasions where i've tested you and i have put you in the front of the line or yes, even where yes, i you stand know. and people are laughing out of their minds because they're like holy shit, this guy is leading the class and i'm like see everyone can do it and you're the perfect example of what my class represents and it's that it's all levels and as long as you love what you're doing, which is moving and dancing and feeling free and just kind of let that guard down, then you can really enjoy what dance is supposed to be made for. And in this case, it's just having a blast. You're sweating, you're exercising. Um, Your skill level is there, Lucas. And I actually think you can push more. I would love to see you continue to do dance in a more choreography capacity and try, you know, more of like the choreography things. I think that you have what it takes to do it. And I would love, I would personally love to train you if while we're talking about it. So wow. <laughs> if wow. your viewers are there, please <laughs> write a comment below and say, Lucas, we want to see you dance, upload a video. And Hey, maybe Lucas can give you guys one of my hip hop ab songs and virtually teach you one song because wow. can do it.
0: Wow. The I,
1: challenge. Well,
0: there we go. Challenge, challenge accepted. Okay. Um, a, Thank you for uh, stroking my ego a little bit, make me feel good. Um, but uh, I, I think you, you touched on something of, I, I remember probably a year in and people like turning to me and saying like, can you like, like watching me, not just at the, the front of the class, but like other people like would actually watch me. And I'm like, I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. But I think you, you have a, a system and you've built it in place where you are running the same uh, song and it's kind of building this muscle and choreo like I can't listen to the song Sucker by the Jonas <laughs> Brothers and not break out and dance uh to your actual choreo so exactly um so that's uh, kudos and uh, testament to you so yeah since since we are recording this and we'll, this will go out to the ethers uh you have challenged me and uh the LA faithful know that when I get challenged I uh, I'm willing to kind of put up or shut up. So
1: okay, well let's uh, just let's just make sure we have a clear challenge. Lucas, I Jessica Ray challenge you to teach an online virtual course of one of my hip hop abs songs. Do you accept?
0: I accept. Uh, the Lucas Ask You Experience would love to uh, experience hip hop abs. You, you I, I don't even know where we go from here, but I'll, 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 try, I'll try to, to move uh, new segment um, testing out. Uh, we'll see if it catches on. Um, the title is called The Experience, uh, working title. I would love just like one past experience like during your entire, whether it be your uh, entrepreneur career, dance career, what that one experience that you feel has had the biggest impact on who you are today?
1: Ooh, that's a,
0: it's, it's a deep, it's a very meaty question. So you can kind of like synthesize it for a little bit. Um, and it can be personal. It can be professional. However you want to take it.
1: Uh, my immediate thought process wants to kind of go back to the studio and that whole day of grand opening. But I think I'm going to touch base more on something recent. Um, which has been a consistent struggle of who I am versus who the business is. Um, because I've dedicated so much of my life to my career, it's, it's primarily been the face of the business comes first. And who I am as an individual has only started coming out since COVID. I mean, prior to COVID, you wouldn't really see me as the front you know, end of marketing, talking, mm-hmm. or even writing newsletters using the words I instead of we, which was huge for that first newsletter. I don't know if you read that. It yeah. went out in regards to, you know, at that point, I thought I was closing down the business. So I changed everything to I and contact me and here's my cell phone. Prior to that, everything has been a we. And, you know, since since the agency and then expanding the studio, I I always knew that, I wanted to do something for me. And one of those things was to start my entrepreneur workshop. And I, I get questions pretty regularly um, in person after teaching is the worst time to ask me in my Instagram um, of like, hey, I have a question for you. How, how did you do this? I want to start my own business. It's like, that's such a, the most, cha- the most common, but the most challenging question to answer because it's very loaded right mm-hmm. you can't you can't really just there's many steps to to giving a proper answer of like how you can recommend starting a business platform um and so i i developed an entrepreneur workshop and it's again this is like putting my name like jessica ray presents an entrepreneur workshop so i was very intimidated but i had a goal to do it for 2020 and i taught four courses of the entrepreneur workshop um, with 12 seats and the majority of the classes pretty much sold out um, some of them were small but you know we had a good we had a good amount of people and not everyone is an entrepreneur like you Lucas so um, but what I wanted to teach wasn't necessarily about you becoming an entrepreneur but just people that have entrepreneurial mindsets um, or just ideas that they wanted to contribute so it could have been a nine to five or a freelancer or somebody that's already in entrepreneurship, but you know that was very scary because I, I wanted to to do this with based on my experience, not this is what I think you should do, but these are all coming from a very real experience. And if anything, I wished 10 years ago that I had someone that I could talk to and say like, hey, these are my ideas, what do you suggest? Or how can you guide me or at least take a workshop? that related to just figuring out individual expression, individual self-exploration. Like that is the most important thing. You you can't build a platform based on just money or based on somebody how somebody else is achieving. You have to really build it. For me, you have to build it based on your compassion. Like what is your why? And how is that why going to be contributed into a business model that can then be turned into a transaction. So it's kind of like, you know, you have to do the foundation before you can move on to everything else in dedication to that. So I guess um, I'm not sure if I'm really answering your question, but the overall experience.
0: Yeah, you you kind of touched on it's the foundation versus kind of what's, what's next. I think people just gravitate towards, oh, great we we saw a class from you, like, how do you, how do you do it versus like taking a few steps and like any owner in general, there's a lot of like sleepless nights, kind of it, it's hard work and kind of building out the initial core. Um, and I'm sure it's still hard for you on a day-to-day basis, like having to change your business model, like drastically in the past month and a half. So um, I think it's great to to hear from you that you've kind of been able during this COVID experience, some silver linings have come out and one being kind of bringing more of the emotion and personality into the business.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, with the entrepreneur workshops, I think, um, from that experience, the most rewarding, um, outcome and result is just seeing, you know, people of all different ages I've had as young as seven and as old as someone in their seventies. Wow um just take the class and at the end of the day like you're seeing the worksheets because i give worksheets and you have homework assignment and you have they're due afterwards but you see really relatable things from people and at the end of the day everyone wants to be happy and they want to do a career that truly gives them joy and um they, people want to contribute to other people's happiness and i think that that's so special just to see in its most vulnerable stage as like who are you and how do you want to um, create an entrepreneurial career right Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day a lot of these answers are very connected to each other and people can connect directly in the workshop so a pr agent and a photographer you know are sitting at my table saying hey can i get your information and just has or like a young student saying I want to build a dance studio. I want to do exactly what you're doing. Like, can you please like help and shape me? Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, I'm giving the homework assignments and you know, if one day some of these students build a dance studio. I can sit back and just feel some like real results of like, Hey, I was a part of that idea. And I feel a lot of gratitude to, for someone to let me come into their ideas and their passion and their mindset. So pretty exciting for me.
0: That's awesome. So we'll get you out here. Last question. Um, I feel we've, we've gotten pretty deep and we'll go even one, one notch deeper. Cause this is the, how I end all of my podcasts. You can actually keep it very, very high level. I've actually had someone end this. with of some advice is like eat more vegetables. So um, really I bring it out. What is the one piece of advice for the people listening here today that, that you would give to them?
1: Don't be a wallflower get out on the floor and dance.
0: Words to live by. Uh, by Jessica <laughs> Ray. Uh, perfect. Perfect way to end, end the pod. Um, Jess, thank you so much for, for jumping on. Uh, greatly appreciate. And thank you for officially challenging me. So yeah. I, feel, I feel motivated now. Um, so once this podcast goes live and people hear it, then we will set up the execution for, me, yours truly doing uh, hip hop abs virtual uh, experience for everyone else.
1: Yeah. And I think you called it out. Jonas Brothers sucker. That's what they want to see you do. Right guys. Uh, yep. They said, Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, you can't have too much Jonas Brothers. I, I, exactly. I, I would love to be the, the fourth uh, Jonas Brother, even though I know they already have a fourth brother named Frankie, but uh, <laughs> um, Jess, thank you so much. Thank you, um, Lucas. Appreciate the time and uh, take care. Talk soon. And God bless.